All righty. Welcome to episode 67 of the Talking Hockey Podcast. Two away from 69 times. I'm, su- That's I'm right. surprised you didn't mention it. You've mentioned it almost to. every episode. Listen, I was going to, but um, you ha- play an intro now. I don't have to say anything except for welcome to episode 67, and then I'll get into it. So I wanted to give a I'm little I'm also going to say before the intro today, Eric, if you fiddle with your mic during your mm-hmm. when you're talking, please stop. Just okay. stop doing I, that. I'm going to put my hands underneath my butt. And therefore, I will not touch. My I, I give you about thirty seconds before that. <laughs> yeah. And I now like to express the intro. My hands. Welcome back, everyone, to the Talking Hockey Podcast. It's your favorite producer, Luke, here to remind you to follow and subscribe on whatever streaming service you use. Leave a review on Apple. Visit our website, talkinghockeypodcast.com, and follow us on Instagram at Talking Hockey for daily content. Now, let's get into today's episode with your favorite group of guys, Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin. Guys, we have guys, a special guest here. I can't believe it's been three weeks. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Is that's that the special really guest weird. you were going to say, Ty? That's, that's what I was going to say. Special guest Martin is here. So, Martin, where have you been? Allow all of our close followers and the people that hate you in the reviews to let them know where you were. No, we're not talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're definitely talking about it. He was, was at some... least he was six inches deep. <laughs> oh. Martin, you're packing heat. We're not cutting that out. <laughs> guys <laughs> six inches guys. deep six six drinks deep see the thing well, is a- like Mar- martin just has poor time management and planning skills Yo, because okay. like i you know facts if i'm planning a date i just don't plan it during podcast time podcast like, comes just, first co- podcast always first. comes even when i was living downtown Chaos. i had to put the podcast first because ty and luke would show up at my house that's right. Be there. Last week was just poor because I forgot what we were doing Tuesday instead instead of Wednesday. So that was something. That's blamed true. Us, blamed us for you know changing <laughs> yeah. the date on him when we said it several Martin, times. Martin <laughs> isn't really known for self reflection, guys. So we can't really expect that. But. Martin's also not known for reading the chat all the way through. He's like, "There's a hundred messages. I don't care. <laughs> Man, there's a hundred <laughs> messages. I'm not reading all that shit." Which, I always I mean, read them. I don't blame you, but there's a lot of funny stuff that happens in those messages, Martin, and you know that. Oh, I try to I try to keep up. I try to not let it be a hundred. But if it's a fucking lease game, and <laughs> That's true. I'm not. At my phone the whole time, which I'm not, which will, even if it's like 10 minutes at a, during the Leafs game, <laughs> there'll be a hundred messages at the point. And I'm like, can't. Next year, I don't <laughs> think there's going to be any messages because nope. Ty is going to be like, I, every, well, the only message that's going to happen throughout every Leafs game is I don't care until they win around. <laughs> that's the only thing. Matthews could have 95 goals in four games and he would be like, I don't care. Let's uh, go in the playoffs. <laughs> So Ty, what are we Play talking about today? Um, we're winging it. No, I, I'm winging it because they didn't tell me what we're talking yeah. about. I, I joined two minutes late, and Luke and Eric um, we decided. Me and Luke are planners. And we're, they're like, "Do you want to know?" And I said, "No." So Do you know what we're talking about? What we're going to start with is we're going to start with a conversation about was the North really that bad? If Montreal is up three two, Ty, before you say anything, I'm going to finish my thought. Okay. <laughs> Okay, before we get there, thank you for pausing. And then we're going to talk about uh, off-season moves, I believe. Eric has a list of potential free agents and different things that we're going to discuss. And that was going to take up the full 45 to 60 minutes. We're going to try – audience, I just want to let you know. We're going to try to be a little bit more organized in the structure of our podcast. Normally, it's just kind of 60 minutes of conversation. Five minutes intro about making jokes, shooting the shit. Ten minutes of shooting the shit at the end. We want to be a little bit more constructive in the content that we deliver. Um, let's, see which how, requires, let's see how long that goes. It requires really talking over Ty and getting him to sh- stop talking, and it requires talking over Eric to get him to stop talking. This is correct. So Martin's Martin's just chilling all the time. He might be 10 seconds behind. That's the major problem <laughs> we don't with know. him. <laughs> And he might okay. be on his, and he might be watching the game and not actually be paying attention. And he'll just go, "Oh, <laughs> oh, <Yeah. laughs> nasty goal!" We are recording this during the Tampa New York Islanders game six. So uh, before we get into the conversation with the North, Montreal's up three two in the series. They just won last night. Tampa Bay is up three two right now in their series. But 
Okay, I want to pass the conversation over to Martin first because I feel like he talks the least, so I have to give him the question first. Ty was really anxious and ready to to speak, but we need to hold him. Martin, was the North as bad as everybody said, or is Montreal really good? Uh the North would the North was definitely not as bad as everyone said, but like it definitely um <clears throat> the Montreal's not as good. As good as we think they are, being where they are, this is like the most take the most random team, and it would be Montreal Canadiens to make it. Because as Ty likes to say all the time, they were one point ahead of Ottawa or something. What was it? There were eight wins, less than losses. Was that it? I I mean, if you count overtime, to to, to be fair to Montreal, they started the year out well. Um, and then they got a lot of injuries by the end. So they were missing like their mo- one of their most uh, game-changing players, which is Brendan Gallagher, for the last like 10 games or so, which also lost me fantasy, which sucks. Um, <laughs> that was the real uh, harm. Um, but they, they also just destroyed Winnipeg. Um, Toronto was a little more competition. But... It also it's showing that the league isn't that far away. Like each each everyone that's saying the North was that much easier just isn't they're they're dissing Canada more than anything, I think. <laughs> it's mostly Americans being like fuck Canada. <laughs> because the league in reality is not that far in disparity. Yeah. Everyone that So I had a post like coming out. Yeah, that I was gonna post. Uh, you you today, made it. I just never got to it. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it's a it's a screenshot of a tweet. It's a screenshot. Probably. It's a screenshot. Okay. So the post was basically showing that like the odds of a team winning versus the average team in the NHL, and the highest like team. So like the team with the highest odds of basically winning a game was Tampa. Obviously, they're the best team in the league. And I don't think anyone disagrees there, but it was like a 15% increase essentially compared to the average team, right? Which is really nothing in the grand scheme of things when you talk about playoff series that are four to seven games long, right? So Mm -hmm. if Tampa, the best team in the league versus the average team can only have like a 10 to 15% higher chance of winning any individual game, it just shows how Mm -hmm. completely random the playoffs kind of become at that point. The best teams still have a higher chance of winning. It's I think that's what this year has shown. Much lower. And this year has definitely shown it. But there's also just, other just to interject with some uh, box score updates, Braden Point scores again, ninth straight playoff game. Jesus. So, Who unreal. said something about being structured so uh, I was, five hey, minutes ago? Yeah, that's <laughs> me. But now back to back to Eric. Good point. Yeah. So I, I'm looking at it right here. Detroit has a – so Detroit, the worst team in the league, you, you can argue, we're the worst team in the league. Uh, has a percentage versus the average team has 10 or 12% less chance of winning compared to the average team, essentially. So if they're playing an average team, they're only 12% less likely to win, basically. So 38 instead of 50 50. 38%. So you're, you're basically just saying that the difference. The league between... is like Martin just said it, right? The, the difference yeah. between the average team and the worst team and the average team and the best team is basically 12% on no. both ends. Essentially, right? So I mean, Detroit, 24% between Tampa and Detroit. but Sure, sure, right? So a 70% <laughs> chance for Tampa basically win. 75 that makes sense. for Tampa like winning. That's such yeah. a huge But the versus the average team, the av- and the yeah. average team are what make up, generally speaking, the, the majority playoffs. of the playoffs, right? Yeah. A good percentage exactly. of the playoffs. Montreal the is the definition teams. of average. Exactly. exactly <laughs> and right? You have a post, They're, right, that uh, the NHL would need 71, a 71 uh, game. Playoffs. No, it's, it's like seven. No, it's not that. It's it's like fifteen, something like that. No, the NBA no, no, was fifteen. No. I think the, no, I, no. To match the NBA's record, uh, like the NBA's chances of the best team advancing in a playoff series, there'd have to be like something like I think it was like fifty games in a series to make it even. Yeah, and that's just because the, the disparity. To completely eliminate the randomness to the level of the NBA, just yeah. to the level of the NBA, okay. not to but the I, level of perfection, which is where basically no an entire se- season of which the is NHL. Oh, yeah, exactly. 
is that because they're shooting on a goalie? Like, it's part of that random. It's because goal goaltending is like eighty percent of it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because I think superstars also carry the NBA more than they do in the NHL. Yeah, because you have your yeah. superstar on for forty-eight minutes a night or whatever it is well, in the fucking NBA. Fucking Durant played a whole game. Yeah, literally yeah. a whole game. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Coming on, back I, from on a average, I think Achilles. the best players. I think on average, the best players play forty-eight minutes a night, right? Whereas yeah. no. the best players in the Canadian no. division, since we're focusing on that right now, play twenty-two minutes a night at forward and twenty-five. What do the average NBA play? Both you 40, guys 42. Like 42. 42 is probably. They'll take a break in this in the in uh, for a couple of minutes. The whole game is 48 minutes, so yeah. it's probably around 41, 42. I think. Sorry, yeah, that's oh, okay. what I meant. Yeah. It gets it gets it helps if they're blowing out a team or getting blown out. They'll sit yeah. their yeah. star players in a sure. in the playoffs. Though I think that they're always playing their stars. So if you had if you had Austin Matthews on the entire game, you know the a lot of the random. He would die. Play, right? He would <laughs> over. Yeah. Theoretically, if they if they were able to, they, that would be it. But even he, if you had the become, superstars on, it wouldn't change the randomness too much. If right? if you get so Austin Matthews on for a full period and didn't give him a break after that period, and you put me on out in the start of the period, I might be able to beat him at that point. <laughs> twenty uh, minutes of no hmm. twenty minutes of no break. Holy crap! Is yeah, like, that'd be pretty bad. Dead. Hmm. Dead. <laughs> yeah, actually, an interesting experiment. <laughs> we <laughs> should we should try that one time. I keep I had that story post or like someone's tweeted it or something. They're like, oh, we need to have an average person in go the Olympics. Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> go to the Olympics in every single sport, just like an average person, just but, to see but, truly but how did, incredible like, they are. But if you did like high school track and field you realize how incredible they are. Yeah. Like it's But crazy. like you can even get like a high school track field star. Get yeah, out like exactly. a, or a uni- and then put him in that one hundred meter university dash. star. Yeah. And, and then you watch Usain Bolt just crush him <laughs> and make him look like a <laughs> make him like, look absolutely. like Ty running during spike ball. <laughs> with I, I want to see Ty with his bandana over his head again or or oh, headband. No. That was great. It was great, man. My hair was my. I would have to wear it right now, or else my hair would be in my eyes. I can't focus on spike ball. So, so Ty, you, your shades, and your burn, your burn Ty, face. When, when are you coming to my house? Uh, uh so July eleventh, so, or July tenth, or whatever. Yeah, but you should come on July 9th, so you're there for the entirety of the tenth, and we can go to the pier and uh, have. A good are you time. asking him about a date, Martin? Yeah, no, Martin. No, no. Sounds like a weird long voice there. <laughs> Oh, Luke, are we, are you, are you, Luke's got to drive me, though. If I'm I'd going. be pretty down. Right. I'll be down. He Martin, wasn't inviting oh, Martin, you, though. I'll come to the pier, though. I'll come to the Martin, pier. Do you want to give your, Martin, do you want to give your address out for all the Talking Hockey fans to show up? Martin, no. Martin's literally <laughs> just inviting – Martin's literally inviting, like, everyone to his house for, like – he messaged our other group chat, and he's like, come stay with me for the week, guys. He he doesn't even have, <laughs> that like, was, beds. That was four guys. That was three. <laughs> he, he, doesn't have, he doesn't have beds for anyone. He won't have, like, anything in the house. He has, like, one couch, and he's like, oh, everyone just live with me. And then he's going to be like, put your sleeping bag down. Do you, have you ever <laughs> seen that picture where it's, like, guys' <laughs> guys' apartments look like this? There's, like, a plastic chair and a TV on the floor. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that, that's going to be Martin's house. No. <laughs> yeah. No, it yeah, Martin, be. is it Especially furnished for yet? Especially first couple weeks. Yeah. Martin, is it furnished yet or no? Furnished. I'm not there. Oh, is it furnished? <laughs> uh, it I is furnished, I mean, just with another guy's furniture. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. No, he he looks completely moved out, which is awesome. Um, no, I I bought a couch and a chair, and I have a desk and stuff. Um, hopefully the floor so you got your room filled, and done. then the rest of the house <laughs> is not there. He, he's got his bed, and he's got a singular couch. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not, I'm so not expect to see some nice stories on the, on the Talking Hockey Instagram page, July tenth. <laughs> I'm yes. sure. I'm Martin's sure going we're live. gonna make Martin, Martin go live. Yeah, that's yeah. We'll get Martin is, drunk enough where he wants to go live. I'll, we'll do a live podcast on the <laughs> on the story with all of us. All four of us have only been together once before. Yes. No, twice, twice, <laughs> twice, twice, twice. Um, and Wait, uh, this will be the third like time. Recording was just one time together. in my basement. Yeah, rec- together, no, this will together. this will be the third time ever together in person. Th- the third yes. time. Recording but the recording, <laughs> yeah, we'll um, make sure to do it. We'll have a live audience in the background. Yes, it'll be very much. Uh, uh, never mind. I was going to say something. Let's get back I'm on track here, boys. How yeah, long is yeah, the one Ty's keeping turn. us on track? Yes. I was going to say it's Ty's waiting. turn. You ever seen that Skip Bayless thing? 
Fuck Skip Bayless. Oh my god. <laughs> it's my turn. You told me it was my turn. <laughs> and now we'll be back after a word from our sponsors. And now we'll get back into the show. Okay, so so the whole thing with no- the North Division is every division has a bunch of weak teams. Every yes. division has yes, a bunch exactly. of weak teams. The West had Anaheim, the Lakers. The Lakers. Had, <laughs> the I mean, <laughs> the Kings, the Kings, the Kings. God, I'm, I've been watching a bit of basketball and LeBron. Uh, the Kings. They've been they out for like two, San Jose. three weeks. <laughs> Man, doesn't matter. <laughs> when I see, when okay. I see L A K, I think of the L A. Uh, I think of the Lakers. L A K. I don't. I don't LA think Kings. of the. Uh, I don't think of the Kings. I th- when I see L A K, I always think Lakers. I don't know. Okay, why. sorry. Anyway. I keep going. Yeah. So they had the Lakers, San Jose. They had Hope Anaheim, he did it again. Arizona. I quit. I'm done. I'm All right, Ty, your turn. Okay. Ty wants to say something about how I, weak teams in the West. There's a lot of weak teams in every division. That's all I, I, want, I had this debate with myself several times in the chat because no one would respond to me. And yes. if they did, they'd tell me how wrong I was. Um, yes. yes. But really, the North, Sounds accurate. every team... Every division story was the same. They have one or two really good teams, two or three average teams, and then two or three really, really bad teams. The North just happened to not have any really good teams, apparently. The, well, I mean, looking at the regular season stats, the Leafs were the good team. Yeah. You had in the middle, you had Winnipeg, Edmonton, Montreal, Calgary. And then yeah. your bottom two teams, even Ottawa could have been called like after the trade deadline, Ottawa was great. Um, yeah. Like there were no easy nights is basically what I mean, right? Like whereas Vegas and Colorado were beating up every other night on um, the, uh, the the California teams, even Arizona's not that they great. They would do that anyways though. St. Louis, they're not doing it right now. What's going on with Vegas right it's now? It's because they're not Montreal. in the playoffs. No, yeah, it's different. Do... Okay, and Montreal, like, it doesn't make sense to me. Their top line isn't scoring. They're not even trying to score, right? Their their most used forward is like Philippe Deneau, and he has like two points all playoffs. Yeah. Even the Central Division had the Blue Jackets, Red Wings, and Blackhawks all yeah. to beat up on. Like every division had a couple teams to beat up on. The Central had the the Devils and the Sabers. Uh, yeah, right? the Sabers right. lost what seventeen in a row. Yeah, you were they like were that. they were an instant loss every single night, man. Yeah. And when fifteen Eichel wins, thirty four yeah. losses. <laughs> and the Devils also lost like ten in a row. And the only reason why they won a game was because they played Buffalo. <laughs> and even the Flyers, to be honest, weren't that good yeah. either. And the they Rangers were okay ish, maybe. Uh, yeah, they're like mm, whatever. Yeah. So, but the the top end of the East Division was good. Penguins, Capitals, Bruin Islanders. You know that that was a solid top of the division. And then the West, like we said, the Coyotes were even pretty awful this year. The Blues weren't even that good this year. So really, the West was the Avalanche, Knights, and Wild. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, those were the top three. No, teams. yeah, but yeah, Ty, I, as I you were the, saying, I think the North was a a really good like a very. It's a crazy fine division. How it shifts. It's crazy, and like it's not even saying. I'm not even saying that the West was the Mickey Mouse division or or whatever. <laughs> right? They were all pretty even in regards mm-hmm. to the teams that. And having the breakdown yeah. of them. Just some teams had more I, high end teams. Like the West I, I, had Vegas and the Avalanche. So two really And the Wild teams. were also good. And the Wild were so solid, whereas the North only really had one in the regular I think season. I think the more interesting thing is that it's potentially going to be the two Atlantic teams versus each other, which the Atlantic has quickly over the last oh, couple the, of years Atlantic's become ridiculous. the fucking hardest division and if montreal and tampa actually make it to the finals um which tampa bay right now is up one nothing it going into the third um and obviously montreal's up three two in the series um that that's insane that would be insane because montreal is the team that everyone was like oh they're the one that's going to fall out next year how, who and the they they could they could literally year? be they could be Dallas. This is their 
you know, miracle run, so to speak, right? Like this, not yeah, okay. so that not so yeah, good yeah. team making oh, a run yeah, in the yeah. next Dallas missed the playoffs this year. Montreal and the in the Atlantic, Montreal, the Atlantic comes could. back easily could miss the playoffs next year. Because like, I'm is, not saying they is, will, but is, they can't. They could. Is Montreal better than Tampa? No. No. Is Montreal no. better than Toronto? No. No. It's not it, in the regular over season. An 80, every, over an 82, <laughs> over 82 games, games it, no chance. Yeah, no. Um, is Montreal better than Florida? Debatable. No. Florida Depends on what they stuff. do this offseason. Depends what they do and this offseason. Especially if Florida keeps Barkov and stuff. Florida's yeah. better. Um, who else is there? It's been a full uh, year without an Atlantic division. Boston, Montreal, did you say Boston? No, oh, I Boston. didn't say Boston. Yep, is Montreal so Boston. better than Boston? If they keep Taylor Hall, year. definitely not. Yeah. If they keep Taylor Hall, they're exactly. definitely I mean, Boston's definitely also not. losing Krejci and Rask. Is Montreal yeah. better than Buffalo? Yes. One has to think. <laughs> like, is, Montreal they, they... Better, is Montreal better than Ottawa next year? Because so, Ottawa made it close. Ottawa made I, it close this, this year. Is, Ottawa made it close by the end of the year. Montreal the better Montreal does, injured. the better Montreal does in the playoffs. The worse they are next year because they think yes. they can come back with this team. But it's yes. okay. Yes. You can't even yes. look at this. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, just one sec. <laughs> Montreal, Montreal is Ottawa. They just need their Kunitz moment. This Kunitz, yeah, Kunitz, they were one shot the away Kunitz, from going the, the Stanley Kunitz, Cup. The Kunitz, Kunitz yeah. domino, and then Montreal just goes. <laughs> <laughs> and dies because they make the they make the finals and then just get fucking four and would to Tampa Bay or something, which I could see happening. Honestly, you, how long have we been saying this for? They were gonna go and... four. They were gonna be four four and would against Toronto. <laughs> they were gonna be five and five or four and Shut one against time. Winnipeg. They were gonna be four and would against Vegas. I, everyone no, knew this no, was happening. No, but every everyone but I, knew. No, I don't think many people thought Winnipeg were gonna win that series. Okay. No, I yeah. Vegas, I, I don't think any of us. I don't think any to of be us. Fair, especially was especially when especially when Shifley went out. That was like yeah. Especially game when over. Shifley went out. That was that Ty. Was before this happened, he predicted Montreal was going to win. Last week, we dogged on him because Vegas was up to one, I think, and we're like, but he also changed his mind. Remember, he was like, yeah, okay, never mind. Vegas my, no, no, my head back. was saying one thing, and my heart was told me what was right, and that was that Montreal was winning the series in six or whatever. Hey, we don't go know back, that yet. pull up the audio. Though they could win the series on John the Baptiste. Exactly, okay. man. And Montreal's gonna, gonna go and crazy gonna tomorrow. Blow the fuck up. Okay, dude. They've been riding after like every series win. I want so. to. Yeah. I want to finally touch on Montreal for a little bit and how this makes no sense at all. Okay, their most used forward is Philippe Deneau, who is not even sense. trying to score out there. Right. Yeah. He has Just two shut points. Shut down Mark Stone. Gallagher also has like two goals. And who else is on that line? Tatar's been scratched all of it. Lekkinen has two goals. Hey man, the Suzuki, the, dude, the Suzuki Caulfield line, that is the future of Montreal. Like, and, okay. uh, unless they trade Suzuki for like Eichel and do some crazy shit there, but like Suzuki Caulfield pairing is going to be, you know, that's the top line next they're, year okay. for Montreal. It's an inc- their defense, they're incredible together. Their their defense. How many how many points do you think Jeff Petrie has? I'll give Four. you. It's, it's like zero. It's four. I'm looking at it right now. In this series, in this series, he has zero. I mean, Weber has zero points in this series. Mm. Who's scoring these goals? Caulfield and Suzuki. They have three goals each, man. How is that? Six goals. (laughs) This makes no sense to me. Corey Perry. I knew that this was a bad matchup. This was a poor matchup for Vegas, right? Their, Their centers... Are both injured? Well, Stevenson like, Stevenson out, was so that's injured. Unfortunate. Stone and Pacioretty are too slow to do anything against Montreal's trap. They needed Stevenson there, and even when Stevenson played last night, I think he was hurt. Uh, I disagree on that. I to, think Stone was to, really good. Toffoli, Toffoli is getting all their points. Not Toffoli. like yeah, Martin. You, can, Martin to... you don't have to like have the mic in your mouth the next time. Yeah, you speak, okay? I know. I know. <laughs> He just wanted to get his um, point out. You gave him this platform, Luke, and now he's he's just talking nonstop. He has three weeks to catch up on, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I really I wish we got him to listen back weeks. so that he would know that we've touched on some of the things he's talked about. But... Yeah. No, no. So so like <laughs> I should have done it myself realistically. Like if I was yeah. a if I was a good member, but 
I'm not getting paid, so like I don't give a fuck. <laughs> this None is why you don't get paid. paid. You don't put in the effort. You oh, Eric, oh, you've made that okay. argument always. Okay? <laughs> you made yeah. I put I in think, the effort I, and I don't get which, paid. Which comes first? Luke is the only one that puts in the effort. Luke is the only one that puts in the effort. He doesn't get paid. <laughs> he gets paid in all of his. I, I think I fun think software would, he wants to use. I think I think Luke would get paid more. No, I think Luke should get paid. <laughs> English, <laughs> something, English, something. English. And I and I think he and I think he would do something more. Okay, Martin. Because I think I think the podcast could be uh, a step better. Where Ty, Me too. Where, where where Ty just said, put in the audio from last week. We could have literally put in the audio from last week, and Luke knows how to do that. But we're not paying Luke, so Luke's not gonna fucking do that. <laughs> Correct. Why the fuck would he? Fuck would he? <laughs> Yo, Luke. Luke gave Martin this platform to speak, and he's like, "Martin's gonna talk." And Martin is literally now fighting for his union rights or something like that, man. <laughs> yeah, let's right. go, Martin. Martin's gonna break though. up this union. If I was getting some money, I'd put more work into the actual podcast. I'd create some TikToks, do some Instagram exactly. stuff, but. <laughs> All right, well, Luke, what, what's, what's your salary? Yeah, what, what's your salary? Why are we talking about Luke's salary? I want <laughs> My salary is the entire uh, ad revenue for the podcast. Done. <laughs> Done. So <laughs> I know it's not much, but you got your uh, 60 bucks a month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's better than anything. Than Look nothing. at <laughs> Martin on. sorted this out for you, Luke. <laughs> um, but no, Tyler Toffoli got 14 points in 16 games. That's insane for Tyler Toffoli. Like, honestly. Yeah, see, T- Toffoli's having a William Carlson esque, just insane season. That, and I think um, there's going to be some regression. There has to be. But even what about Nick Suzuki, were... though? Nick Suzuki's very interesting. And could be like the saving grace of Montreal. He's 13 and 16. And he's looked insane. Like, Ty, I think the reason good. Martin's talking so much is that he was a bit buzzed this or this afternoon. And I think <laughs> I don't think it's gone away. No, no, definitely not. No, this afternoon he didn't he message it like eleven thirty this morning. Yeah. A bit buzzed. <laughs> Three. Come on. It's almost four PM. But Come I on. could definitely tell it hasn't worn off. Yes, yet. no, it hasn't. Um I mean I was golfing all afternoon. Come on. Um, 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 so yeah, Montreal doesn't, doesn't make work. <laughs> Montreal doesn't make sense. The, and we, we forget they were one shot away in two straight games, game five and game six against LCD, the Leafs. Baby. They were one shot away from being knocked out and we wouldn't have had to deal with this bullshit, but it just goes to show you that like, they don't have any stars. Like Carey Price is great, right? Carey Price is showing that he's still a good goalie. Hey, Amen. Proving to the full, doubters wrong. But the thing is they so, don't okay. have stars, but they have guys playing like stars right exactly. now. Exactly. And Caulfield's playing a, like a star. They have a structured team. They, they are also, not giving up anything. And if you make a mistake, if you're Vegas and you make a mistake, Montreal's killing you off the off your counterattacks, right? They also have previous guy like Eric Stahl won a cup, Corey Perry won a cup, Boomer Martin, um, sorry, Tyler Toffoli wear a cup, club. won a cup. No, but like I think that does matter. It does to an extent. To a um, Jake Muzzin, Zach Bogosian, both yeah, one cup. Exactly. It does, but it actually doesn't. Yeah, like it that's means every team has it only means no, no, something no, no, because no, no, it, but it only no, no. means something because it's uh, it's happening. If it, if you look at the reverse and all the other teams with cup winners that didn't do anything, you're like, okay, Zach, it doesn't actually. Zach, anyway. Zach Bogosian, not the fucking guy that you want from the cup team. You can't Jake Muzzin is though. Eric, Eric Stahl, when he won the cup, was the fucking captain. But, but he's Jake done Muzzin nothing. is the guy you want. Eric Stahl, you can't even say that Eric Stahl is is, is doing well out there. Like I don't think he's, he's done the anything. Fifth best point getter on the team in the playoffs, which is kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sad, he's, but he's doing well. But he's doing well. But he is doing like Eric Stahl. Other than like the Leaf series, has actually been okay. Has been. Corey good. Perry is their third highest point getter. Yeah, and With Corey Perry's points. actually and, been fantastic. And Corey Perry won a cup, and he was the major contributor on that cup. Yeah, but think about this, Martin. So Joe what Thornton saying, what hasn't is, won a cup. Neither has Jason Spezza. You'd think that they'd be... And they were the only contributors too. on the team. <laughs> well, Joe Thornton did not contribute. <laughs> Joe Thornton no, 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 didn't no, 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 contribute, no, no. but Jason Spezza did. Jason Spezza did. Jason Spezza's that's a leaf for life, I'm by saying, the way. That's all I'm saying <laughs> is you do need a little bit of it. Because Corey Perry made the... Cup finals last year too. 
just just I just think it's a really bad argument because almost every team has players that have won a Stanley oh, Cup. Oh, 100%. So there's – by automatic law of averages, there's 29 teams that have use the same formula that lose the Cup. You need the good ones. You need the good ones. Obviously. No, but every team has the good ones. Like you know, Vegas like St. Louis. St. Louis has like 20 guys on their team that have yeah. yeah. Cup. No, but like St. Louis. Well, Dallas. Like, Louis. <laughs> I mean, St. Dallas St. hasn't won, but like, they had a bunch of guys that made it to the finals the year before and missed the playoffs. What like, you really need really, to do is get not really, Maroon on your team. You need Clearly. guys well, to just – like, no, 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 This is this you, is the diff. You, this is what it is. Playoffs. Once you this is what it is. That's when it matters. You need guys to just step up. No, you just need guys to step up. You don't need yeah. the cup winners to step up. Guess, you don't need the Eric, non-cup Eric, winners to step Eric, up. You need Eric. your guys to step up. Just Eric, any you guys. You are an athlete. Okay. And hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. I. It's difficult. You need. You young, need. Okay. It's, no. No. It's so difficult in younger athletes. But did you play high school like soccer? Yeah, of course. And you were great. Grade eleven. Grade eleven. Grade twelve. Yeah. So, did the grade twelves? help you get integrated into grade 11 no. soccer <laughs> no but okay. it's not this it's not the same thing at the nhl <laughs> level right it's like, not the I same thing more competitive the... soccer than high school no no, no, soccer, no, no, no. but right? so. is nick is nick suzuki as good as he is because Corey perry and tyler Toffoli are telling him that he can do better I... or if nick is nick suzuki doesn't sure. have tyler Toffoli and Corey perry who, who have both won cups if he doesn't have them telling him, I'm sure they're, I think it's a confidence thing. I think it's a confidence I think that they're saying, Nick Suzuki, we need you to win a Stanley Cup. I think it's just that. No, they're, they're not saying, say, no, no, he, he, that would play. be the it's wrong just, thing to say. That would be the very wrong thing to say. Nick Suzuki, <laughs> we need you to win us this cup. No, <laughs> no, no, no. But they're I think saying, it's teaching and like knowing how to handle certain things. And exactly. then. Get, and then confidence, right? Like these how, guys how have been there; they know what to do. Situation is like Corey Perry stressful. to most guys in the NHL is still like a he's a name, right? So exactly. I'm sure that I'm sure that matters. Definitely. But the thing, but the thing is, you it's not that every almost every team in the league, like every playoff team, has guys that have won cups, give or take, right? The least had Bogosian and Muzzin, and Muzzin is but a that, big contributor okay. to that but LA that just team. Goes back to the randomness too. Exactly. No, but that's what I'm saying, right? It's just it is it isn't you need these guys who have come in to win the cup. It's you need these guys you need any guys to just play beyond their actual ability. Right? Yes. You just need guys to step up and and you know, whether it's like off the high of just confidence and you know, whatever yeah. the hell is it going that you know, that perfect mixture that just goes on and what? you know, I don't think people can control it. I think people try. What? I think Montreal, people. I think I think there's a lot of player people out there, coaches, GMs that think they know how to develop that, and I think, I think it's kind of random almost in a sense. But Montreal uh, definitely also has been. That's what you need. Goalie, goalied through this whole thing. Montreal. Carey Price. Yeah, well, Bryce has been great. Yeah, no, hundred percent. He's proving the doubt. Like I said, I was saying he's proved the doubters wrong. But one other thing that's crazy. There's been one team that scored power play goals against Montreal, and it was Toronto. Yeah, in yeah. Like that, the power, the four? the power kill is what's really moved Montreal through the entire playoffs. It hasn't even really. It's been a combination of the goaltending and just incredible penalty kill. Power, your best power play killer has to be your goalie. <laughs> so like, but no, but no, but not even automatically that. Like, by saying they, that, they are not. Price they have the power kill. The penalty. They have yet. the power kill. It's yeah. not the penalty kill. Martin, I don't know if you're kill. watching these these power plays. Like, I, I got to be honest, the refing has been kind of awful, right? And you yes. know me, I, I kind of stand up for the refing, but it's been it's been terribly one sided. I trash. will admit it. Are, are you going to uh, retract your previous statements? No, no. Mm. but I'm just saying that Vegas <laughs> is getting a lot like... of calls that Montreal isn't, and Vegas is getting power plays handed to them. Um, yes. And they can't do anything with it. Not even you can say price has been great, sure, but their PK has been outstanding. That Vegas isn't even getting any chances. And when it, it's, it's 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 and I, I maybe Eric can do a breakdown of it if he watches the tape, watches the games. But they do a really good like a one three setup that's really good at countering the one three one setup. That See the thing is with Vegas, like they so they use a one two two right. 
So what they do is they try to force Montreal into making plays on the puck. They don't. They're trying to avoid them dumping it in. On the power play. A lot. No, no, no. I'm talking about it yeah, even so strength. I, I now. was talking about on the power play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just talking about even strength, right? And the thing is, Montreal has actually somehow been able to. They don't have many skilled forwards that can get past those kind of aggressive traps, but are aggressive neutral zone forechecks and some. So, something's just changed <laughs> where they can that, now. It's so, very bizarre to watch because there's one, a lot of guys that don't have the puck carrying ability that are suddenly displaying puck carrying ability. And I think it really just comes down to who's on a roll, who's rolling with confidence and who doesn't. Cause I think, I think there's, you know, we have whatever, let's say the top 7% of players in the NHL are stars. Okay. I I genuinely believe there's another 40 to 50% that have almost the exact same skills that the top players in the league have. They just don't have the confidence to pull them out and the not just the confidence but the consistency to pull those things off. And when those types of players are capable of pulling those things off, that's the that's when it you become a legit cup contender, right? When you have guys like Paul Byron pulling off ridiculous shit which which he has been in this playoffs, these entire playoffs, right? And it's not and nobody's going to argue he's the top five, top ten percent of NHL players, but he's performing like in a lot of areas because he just has that confidence and he's rolling. So I think yeah, that's I, what it I is. agree with you. There's sometimes where you're kind of like when I played and, sports and where you're exactly, just like right? I have it tonight. I have it well, for exactly. this set of games. You know? Paul, like think about Paul when Byron, we used to play Paul spike Byron. ball and you're just like on a roll, you know? Yeah. And you're but just hitting everything. But then there's other <laughs> and that's games what where you're just garbage, right? Yeah, exactly. And it all depends. And Ty on... for that for most of those, it's you're like ninety five percent of the time. But then Ty plays with me and he gets a little bit of confidence and we kill everybody, you know? And it's that's just, right. just and, that, it works. and that's how Un- like a guy, guy like Paul Paul Byron gets himself a huge contract. At the end of this year, I mean, I mean I he, has, he was on he has waivers two more like years eight left. times. Yeah, he was on so he has two like more years times. left. He so to change topics so he's, now. He's he has two <laughs> years left on his deal, and I think he's one of the guys that teams are going to look at and go, "We want to add him for a cup run," and they're going to add three point five million dollars or whatever he's making right now onto their caps because of this playoff run. Not, so he's one of my one of my off season trade acquisitions. No, but Crazy. he. I think Montreal trades him in the offseason, one, yes. cap space, two, because I don't think they're going to protect him in the expansion draft anyways. True. Yeah, yeah. they might not so, do that. So he's he on, so really to get speed. back to the other part of the topic, which is the uh, that we were kind of going to talk about, I didn't think this conversation would go on for 30 minutes, but apparently it did, or almost 40 minutes now. Eric thought it was going to be 10 minutes. Yeah, I thought it was going to be Eric, Eric come on. Oh, and also, Martin was going off for a little bit. Martin's Eric, had a couple your ta- drinks. Your, your, ta- your timing is just terrible, man. I But you never know. Like Sometimes people just don't have a lot to say about it, and we move on quickly, and sometimes we end up sticking on a topic for an hour, and you just don't know what's going to happen. You know? But anyways, I'll, we I was thinking of we should have an episode on like trade acquisitions. So that was going to be the second half. But now we're at 40 minutes and I'm unsure what to do. <laughs> like, do, do we get into that stuff or do we? No, I feel like there's 30 teams to episode? cover. Yeah. yeah. I think we should save it for another episode because there's 30 teams that we should cover and we should probably be a little so bit more prepared. <clears throat> well, we don't have to just end. There's other things that we could we talk uh, about. The like, talk about like talk about the other series. Like talk about Tampa and New can we, York. Can we bit. can we talk about uh, Ty's switch up of his headset right now? Yeah, yeah, I got it from <laughs> my happened? work, Martin. This was three weeks ago, Martin. This yeah. was so long ago, man. This was three Come weeks on. ago. Let's go. It's from my now, work. Yeah, it works. Luke says it looks sounds better than me on my laptop mic, so I'm using it. One hundred percent does. And your mic's one hundred percent broken. Or like, Actually, it, it seems to be. Can okay. we can we talk about Jack Eichel? Because now the rumors are really heating up. Like I think it's I think people are saying it's like a seventy to eighty percent chance he gets traded before the draft. Bro, yeah, no, no, it's it's even heard, more than that. I've heard like it's it's like week. it's like ninety nine point nine percent. Yeah. So can we, I feel like this has to be a topic we discuss because okay. now there's it only happen, so many teams. It could happen before this podcast. Yeah, it could literally this. happen before this is released or happen within the next week. Everyone's We've gone over about our it. potential trades. Yeah, but right? but there's been some updates since then. Oh, now right? Who, who have you said? I haven't heard. Okay, this. so Frank Saravalli released an. Congratulations article. on the new job, by the way, Frank. 
I don't, you don't listen to the show, but just want to give you a shout out anyway. NHL.com. No. No. No, no, no. no. He's working. Uh, face off. Face off. Face off. Daily face off. That's Eric's favorite. Uh, Eric's favorite uh, website. Bro, daily screenshot. Daily face off is pretty good. Like I like daily face off. It updates every day, um, and it does it starting goal Did- goaltenders. So if you're doing fancy, like it's way more reliable than either it- of the fancy websites. That was such That's a bizarre move and acquisition. Also, by daily face off. If you want to fucking. Bring on talking hockey. And, <laughs> Bring on uh, talking hockey. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> Who needs Frank Saravalli? We're bigger than St. Frank Saravalli, you know? We actually Definitely. are. Doesn't he have like 12,000 followers? Like, he we- nah, he has a shit ton of... What about... Uh, you know, is Sarah Sivian coming on yet? 136,000. He has 136,000. He has 136,000. So we're almost there. We're almost there. We're almost there. We're like a quarter. We're only 110,000 less than that. (laughs) Hey, 100,000 less than that. Get it right. We got 35,000 followers. We got, we got, we're we got 28, 29, we got no, 35,000. <laughs> <laughs> if we, yeah, if we push we'll it at the end of the year, ass. end of the year, we'll have 35,000. Yo, do you, do you guys, okay. I guess you guys aren't like, I, I just saw a guy recently. I was like, yo man, like I'm tired, part of this podcast. And like, I just show him the Instagram page and he's like, wow, that's actually pretty impressive. And just Dude, I do it all the time to flex, man. (laughs) Yo, so, so Ty, tell me something cool about yourself. Uh, yeah, man, I'm on a podcast. Check out my Instagram page. I do a lot of work on. (laughs) You guys are literally the worst. And they literally follow. They literally give it a follow right there. And I'm like, okay, cool. Thanks, man. Hey, marketing. We're we're big parts of the, yeah, dude, we're exactly. Martin sales. (laughs) Sales and marketing. That's all Martin does. Um, But yeah. Your own own business, all you do is sales and marketing. Martin's a business business owner, guys. Don't forget it. Okay. Yeah. Green Wave Soccer and a house owner, a homeowner, (laughs) and a house and a homeowner that I have to rent. So God be sales. But Martin, you're still single. How does that feel? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but Luke, so are you? And you don't have a house. Bucket list. (laughs) Next goal on the bucket list, (laughs) bro. I wasn't the one. I was the one reading the the desperation today. Okay. He's I'm focusing on himself, guys. He's trying strength. to grow as a person. When has Martin ever focused on himself? No, I'm definitely not trying to grow as a person. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't expect that you were Martin, to be honest. <laughs> okay. Anyways, Frank Cervelli releases an article to, called uh, "Top Twenty Names in Play in the Summer," and he's calling it the Summer of Jack. <laughs> so it's the Summer of Jack Eichel. And, where, you know what you Luke's know. calling this summer? No. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly where you're going. I was about to make the exact same joke to the you. The summer okay? of so- jacking off. Yeah, that's, the, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that's what Luke's calling it. <laughs> oh For the 24th year in a row. <laughs> I was wow. going to make the exact same joke to you. I love it, Ty. Anyways, the Is first it- two names on this board are Jack Eichel and Seth Jones. Jones so number one. Is there a trade between Buffalo and Columbus? No, no, no. because that's the last thing that Buffalo is wanting is a right-handed defenseman. Three-team is... trade, Seth Jones, Jack Eichel, prospects. Columbus gets Eichel, Seth Jones goes to a third team, prospects go both ways. Buffalo loads up. Columbus no, no, no. has three first-round tra- picks. Tra- three tra- first-round tra- picks. The and they like this Anaheim. draft, apparently. The trade's Anaheim. The trade to Anaheim or L.A.? Or the Rangers, if the way I see it is that Buffalo's doing this like um, like the Eric Carlson trade, where they're trying to get um, like more. What's what's the word? I don't know what the what the saying is, but they want to get they want to get like all these other rather than like a, a you mean the a, a star trade? player. No, 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 no. I'm talking no, about like the way I see the trade. Like they're gonna get a lot of. They're, they want the more Carlson assets trade. rather than the really good assets. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like they want. Ah, uh, the... yeah, yeah. No, no, but I, I've I've heard it's. Zegris and uh, what's his face are both on like separate like it would be separate but like both are on uh, Zegris and Drysdale. Raquel? Drysdale. Oh, Drysdale on the table. On, I don't think that the they table. would trade both of them. That would be silly. No, 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 no they wouldn't no, trade no, no, both separate, of them. One of them. Separate. Yeah. One of one of them and and, and their third round. Third, like I could see it working third, out where pick. they get like Eichel for one of those two guys plus their third overall this year, the which would make like, Anaheim very interesting. 
Does, like Anaheim doesn't have very much. Anah- yeah, but Anaheim's not a competitive team when they get Eichel. They're still a bottom feeding team. I see. Uh, I see LA as a better fit for them. Like Byfield, for example, going the other way. Turcotte. Maybe they don't want to touch Whoa, Byfield. And they go like Turcotte. No, I've you can trade Byfield. You can trade Byfield. You can trade Byfield for Eichel. I think you can do that comfortably. The other team that makes sense is maybe the Rangers. Like not Lafreniere, probably not Lafreniere, but Kako. Kako, Kako um, or uh, Hedl. I don't do a, that if I'm Buffalo for Kako. That's such a risk. No, no, no. But you have to do plus Kako yeah, plus. No, Kako At this plus, point, it would be yeah, like yeah, Kako plus, plus one of those two other guys plus a first probably. Yeah, you'd I see, have, you'd I have see the Rangers as a team that fits in. But here's the one you know, thing no, no, that no, I here, wanted. Here's the team that's interesting. Montreal. Uh, Montreal, if you go to their cap friendly, has very good potential when it comes to making a move for Jack Eichel. They have yeah, the prospects. Yeah, but Mark I know. But, they, but he went after Ajo. Don't forget. He went on an offer sheet. Uh, he sent an offer sheet for Ajo because he knew he needed a number one center. He's he probably still that. looking at He, does he knows he that. needs one. He knows right. he needs one. They have the cap maneuverability to make it work. They have contracts they can move, especially with this deep run now. A lot of their guys are going to be more valuable than they were before. Yo, okay. if he, he has does the that, prospects, I take out back everything that I said about Bergevin. Yeah, if Bergevin pulls off Eichel this summer, then and then you know what he, I forgive him for the last four <laughs> years of all the like you know mistakes I I view that he's made because that's huge, right? And the whole reason that I criticized his offseason last year was because he didn't make any big moves that he really could have made when it came to offer sheets with the flat cap and everything, right? He ended up bringing in Toffoli who paid off massively but other than that nothing really that great but he montreal is a very good possibility you can center it around romanov you can center it around they're not going to touch caulfield you could potentially look at suzuki probably not um but i would do it if i were him regardless uh norlander they have you know their first this year they have 10 picks in the draft they have a very good chance of getting Eichel if they win. Because that, that makes Deneau look like a very good second. Deneau's not resigning with them. Deneau's gone. Yeah, I think Deneau's, Deneau's gone. So that, gone for but a that long gives time. them the cap space. But does it change Deneau's mind? No. This year, trading for Eichel. No, Even no, no. I agree with did... Martin. Martin has a good point. No, 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 no. The reason Deneau wasn't resigning with Montreal yeah, was because Deneau he wanted like six million yeah. instead of five and he million. Want, or no, like and that. he wanted to be he wanted to be the number one center. And even though Deneau didn't have a very good no. offensive year this year, he was like no, no, Selkie no, no, no. caliber defense but, this year. No, but, no, no. but think about think about his. He's so, Deneau he, doesn't he want to be the number one center. He wanted more ice time. They trade Suzuki. They trade Suzuki for Eichel. They trade Suzuki for Eichel. It's not happening. Guaranteed, he gets he, he gets more ice Ty, time. Ty, Dano was also doing this at the start of this year, where he wasn't getting very much ice. Isn't he their first line center in the playoffs? Hasn't he? He's been always playing? been their shutdown center. He's no, always but he's been, been playing, he's been playing. He's been playing more, and he's been trusted more. He's been their yeah. shutdown center. And Montreal turned Since from the Julian's fourth worst team there, in the Canadian division him. to a cup final, uh, a potential cup finalist. Right, I'm, I'm that changes yeah. things for players too. He's, he's just, you just, French you Canadian. just, he's also French he, yeah. Canadian. No, no, no. Yeah. No, no, no. I love right. that shit. That's, that's, okay. They okay. Love if that you say shit, so, man. if you say so, I'm going to trust, um, what he's been saying and what my analysts when, at uh, Montreal analysts have been you, you know, saying. You know what like changes someone's mind more than anything else? Winning. Winning yeah. is the yeah. barometer <laughs> for change. <laughs> yes. You win, you succeed as a group, you have a good time, you make a good as, run. Especially player. Winning player. changes everything. Yes. Yeah. If Montreal wins the cup, they're <laughs> you don't I, I don't think even they will they regardless. Make, even if they make, even the, if they make the finals. finals. Yeah. I think even Deneau if they make the looks final. at this and is like and yeah. and if Bergevin's telling them I'm going to get Echo. I'm going to The sign thing Eichel. is the thing is if they do sign oh, Echo, they they can't not sign, sign Deneau unless they make some other big moves. They have to move contracts out, but they can do that. Like they have the, especially after this cup run, there's going to be teams, despite Edmondson's awful contract, people will pay money. Want him? To, they will want him. 100%. 100%. 
So they can move how, contracts. How, how bad's their cap cap situation? Is, their cap is situation bad? isn't bad. They especially because they went on this run. A lot of those guys, like Paul Byron, making three point two five or whatever, Edmondson making four million or three point five four million, whatever it is. Like a lot of those guys, they're gonna have value now. So they can move contracts now that this has happened. I think Montreal's like, honestly, like Montreal's close to one of my favorites for getting Eichel at this point, because Bergman <laughs> already has a past of trying to trade for number one center. They have the cap maneuverability. They have the picks. They have the contracts. And now the team's been winning, right? They have Every, like no contracts extending this year. Holy exactly. shit. Right? Suzuki and Caulfield both have one to two years left on their uh, entry-level deals. Uh, so you know, they're golden, man. They're per- perfectly primed. Them, New York's in a very good spot. I generally do think Columbus is in a good spot. Despite their situation, they still have three first-round picks. And Buffalo went and talked about how important this draft was to them and how they really liked it and how they have some advantage and all that I, shit, right? I, I think Anaheim's still quite high. Like I, I, I can agree with Anaheim because they have the cap space. They have the top every, prospects. Like, Elliot, Elliot, Elliot said Anaheim for like two months now. <laughs> like, honestly. Okay. Um, I wanted to Elliot, make one. Elliot's like the most trustworthy source. Because yeah, I think he has yeah. the most known people in there. Hundred uh, percent. So. They talked. I wanted to make one comment, and that was I saw the other day. I think it was Elliot who said it on a radio hit. It might have been someone else, but um, that Eichel is like seven. They're like eighty percent sure that he needs that neck surgery, and that is a yes. big. That is a big big. Um, concerned if I were a GM and I'm looking at as great as Eichel is, I'm I've I've always been saying that Eichel's been you know a, yeah. But if, a, if you're I, making the Eichel trade, get, have you have you heard how much better this surgery's been getting for athletes? Like this surgery, it's used never to been be done. Very experimental, not for hockey. Hockey not for ho- done for other athletes, other sports, other yeah. sports. So to those who MMA, are, he has, he has a herniated uh, disc I've, in his neck. Soccer, soccer. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Like, there's multiple athletes that have done this sport, and it's it's getting very, very like. The other high the reviews. other thing is too, high if you're if you're GM making this trade, he's also 24. At that point, it's not relevant surgery. to you. But yeah. he's going to be out for a while. He's getting like a back. He's a going to be back out for a while. Sort of surgery. Yes. Yeah. But Anaheim, think about Anaheim doing this. They can Anaheim doesn't do even that. need him next year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're going to suck exactly. regardless. LA is going to suck regardless. Right? And how old's John Gibson? Because John Gibson's still John Gibson's 20, 27, 27, I think. A competitive 27? So, yeah. okay. John Gibson hits a resurgence because he's, he he's one of those goalies that's you could see him doing it again. Yeah, it could be like Flurry, right? Being Have a sick. couple bad years and then go back to being exactly. sick again. 100%. Especially if Anaheim gets better around him. Because with Jack yeah. Eichel, they automatically become more competitive. I don't know about the ownership because it's it's really the ownership in Buffalo that's like, nah, we like can't risk it. Yeah. We can't risk you doing this. That's a part of the reason Jack Eichel wants out so badly. Uh I think well, not Anaheim, to mention that they've they're in the exact Buffalo, same place he was when he was drafted there in 2015 is the more and, more Anaheim's the issue for also him. the yeah. best option for Buffalo to trade with because I think they get the best assets out of them. Uh, I don't think so. I, I don't. I don't I th- think so. I think they they either get Drysdale or fucking Zegris, who are both good, and they get yeah. the third. Like if they're trading with Montreal, they want that they want that first pick, which is going to be like low. Low, yeah, it's gonna be 28, 29, exactly. 30, Even if you're getting Suzuki, then you're then you're really pushing to try. But to that's get not so. That's why I'm saying it's not. I don't see Montreal because I I don't think that the they window the that they're looking at right now. No, yeah. I like, think if you look at their prospect pool, they have a lot of guys, right? And the thing is, the thing is with trading star players, but like Anaheim, Anaheim, Anaheim has a lot of guys too that could. No, they I don't. I don't think that's a fit. I don't think that's a fit for. But, I don't think that's a, not like maybe that that's where Buffalo gets the best assets from, but I think that's a yeah, dumb yeah. trade for Anaheim to do. Why no, but though? Montreal has the um, so you you mentioned it earlier, right? They said they might not be looking for the the stone trade necessarily, where they get one high end prospect for the player. They're looking for a lot of assets. You know what Montreal has? A lot of assets. But, Norlander. They have Jake Evans. They yeah, have uh, I, I they have the Romanov. Quanti- they, have... they want quantity over quality, basically. Yeah, 
They have I, so I, I many think, guys. I think I think Montreal is the best option for Buffalo. Uh, Montreal, Montreal. There's, no, no, no. Montreal is not the best option because no, no, no. it's in division. That's not ideal. They want to trade him to the Montreal, West. Montreal. I think Montreal would benefit the most from doing this trade. Yes. Montreal basically. 100% makes the playoffs they in the Atlantic up, next they get, year they if up, they get yeah. Eichel. 100%. Yes. 100%. But I've also, I've also heard that uh, Buffalo has no desire to trade to an Eastern Conference team. They want him. That would fuck it. They want him out. So the the ownership seems that way as well. Like they, the ownership seems like they would say that they they don't want their star player cutting them for the next (laughs) ten years. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) And also, so Montreal's really Montreal's really out because they're even in the Atlantic. And yeah, Buffalo, yeah. Buffalo Sabres wants to be competitive sometime this decade. Realistically, <laughs> Jack Eichel's going to be exiting Eichel. his prime by the time Buffalo becomes competitive. <laughs> but they're like, not. They're going not, through another thinking, rebuild. They trade Eichel. That's have, another Eric, rebuild. Eric, Eric as know. owners, you can't think like that because, like, that's not that's not getting people in the door. Um, that's like dude, anti, imagine like, it's been six years since Eichel was draft, drafted. <laughs> It's still going to take them another six the years to build the team. This year was probably the worst it's been. Yeah, but you're not going to take them another six years. Pers- perspective. No, no, no. <laughs> but the thing no. is, like, they you don't. Can't. They've been such bad drafters for so long, right? They have no prospect depth, and the thing I, is, I, they'd still I be able to think, be competitive if they just made some like simple moves. But they, I think, they can't but, even find like quality depth players. Should hire Eric Gopasing in a position Dude. and they could pay up they could pay him literally like nothing i'll do it for probably free. take the jobs just because he wants his just like he wants just that don't start. bring he wants like literally end. just don't bring like if they just brought in i guarantee you this year they just removed the bottom four forwards on their team and just replace those guys with just fine players that you can easily find anywhere in the league on any team they would have. They would have been closing in on a playoff spot. I'm just saying that if Eric were a GM and risked a line I, in for 12 minutes now, instead of 22. It, listen, Hi, listen. Hi, did I say GM? Okay, I'm not. <laughs> I'm making a joke here, Martin. I'm not trying to debate with you. I'm trying to make a joke, actually. And it's that if Eric were GM, I know what his first move is. It is acquiring Jujar Kara and Nazim Kadri. <laughs> yes, that is no, 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 no. To be no, but to be 100 percent serious. Yes. <laughs> that improves your bottom six. They're too, they're too solid dudes. 100% improves your bottom six. And Kadri's value has been lowered because he screwed up in the playoffs I, again. And our goal isn't to get isn't to win in the playoffs. Our goal is to get to the playoffs. That's but, all you but, need Kadri but, for. But, Just but serious note, serious note, I think we should try to get Eric uh, a job on like an OHL team. This is crazy. Martin is, Martin's fighting for everybody today, man. Yeah. Luke gets me. He's fighting for you. He was fighting for you in the, the chat, job. getting you a date. So uh, Yeah, what, am I, what do I get, Martin? This ain't fair. Let's get Ty a date Ty, for just, the first time in two years. you just need to years. get laid, man. Just <laughs> get laid. <laughs> Your life would go up like... Do we, wa- do we want to do like a quick two minute and 30 sec- second bit on uh, Gerard Gallant getting hired in New York or no? Nah. Whatever. That was expected, I think. That was pretty expected. Anyway. Okay. For him getting a job. We're, we're done. We're done. Martin's going to talk well, all night if we don't no, cut it off at some point. That was that was good for him because like that's sick that he didn't work for a year and then got a job in the biggest market. So that's cool. Good yeah. For him. No, I agree. Yeah. Not that it, that I think all of us expected it though. So I don't think yes. it's like that. Yeah. yeah. And he's been saying the right stuff. We don't know if he's actually going to action him off, but he was like, "Oh, our young players can make mistakes. I'm not going to punish them." But a lot of coaches say that. And uh, yeah, he's like, I anyways. don't think star. I don't think young players are going to develop with five minutes on the ice or whatever yeah. he said. And just I, taking shots at David Quinn yeah. directly. But, <laughs> wait, wait, but but I do want so like him commenting that. So he got fired from Vegas, yep. and then they they got rid of. Within that time, he got fired. Like just before he got fired, they got rid of all the young guys they had drafted that were good, like Suzuki, Glass, um, some other. No, guys. they still have Glass. But like they got they got rid of some of their best prospects. Yeah, prospects. Which they Brandstrom, had none, Suzuki, which they had none of, and got older. And yeah. they fired Gallant around the same like 
similar time frame. So maybe Glant is a young guy. Type. He did coach, coach Florida when a lot of those guys were a lot younger. Ekblad was one year in the league. Barkov was two or three or maybe two Martin years knows in the league. Yeah, maybe Martin's, <laughs> maybe Martin's on to a point here. Ah, look at, and look at Ekblad and Barkov now, right? Because I think Mar- he started coaching Florida in 2015, I want to say. I might be wrong on the year. Yeah, or 2014, whatever Either way, Martin needs yeah. to drink more often before he comes on the show. I think so. I think we need a drunk Martin every single week on the podcast. I think it's no, the only way to get talks a little bit more. I'm a happily bud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just be right. All right. And with that note, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Let's cut to the outro. Goodbye. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into this week's episode. We love and appreciate each listener that sticks around to the end. With that comes reminders to leave a review, press follow on those streaming platforms, and make sure to head over to Instagram to follow Talking Hockey. We're on the road to 30K, and we can't wait to continue to build our audience. Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin signing off. We'll see you all next week.